0: Very smooth. Talk. <laughs> very smooth today i'm a bit sleepy but yes this is what we binge and we're, we're talking and about uh yeah jet lag. The, this is Raf. yeah jet lag but what's weird is that there's no time difference between new york and florida so like it's just i didn't sleep <laughs> wow <laughs> wow wow uh, wow <laughs> uh yeah so this is raf and uh and that's uh, mike this is and, mike uh, yeah well, we're going to talk about Washington Heights in the Heights to be more precise.
1: You're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about newly to HBO Max, the movie that just made me a, an HBO Max paid subscriber after yes. trying to get enough free trials. I'm now success. <laughs> there you go, success. There you go. Go Run. use that for your data discovery, Warner Brothers discovery. Yeah have to be like full
0: disclosure. I think I'm, I've been using HBO Max way more than Netflix uh, lately. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just like it has movies that I actually want to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, because at the end of the day it is HBO. You're basically yeah. getting HBO and then like everything else Warner Brothers has to offer. It still surprises mm-hmm. me though half the stuff I see on the front page is, available on other streamers and for free and stuff but you know this uh <laughs> this whole releasing theatrical release on HBO Max thing i'm not going to lie it's been pretty convenient i've been using it a lot more than i thought it would <laughs> cuz i've been looking forward to go to the theaters but every time i want to see either like Mortal Kombat or even In the Heights or what was before Godzilla versus Kong you know yeah. something would come up in the day and then it just became uh i guess more convenient to watch it at home so if convenience i would say if convenience basically like is the winner in all of this then i don't see um having theatrical releases released at the same time on a streamer going away anytime soon yeah
0: I, I like i know like hbo max they announced that they would stop that in 2022 mm-hmm. but i don't feel like that's the right decision to be honest with you it's just, it's just like yeah. uh there's still be people who want to watch it from home and it's it's way more convenient but it's true that like it's nice to just go out and you know see it on the big screen and yeah depending on the movie I think this, uh, like *In the Heights*, would have been a nice movie to to see on a on a large screen in a movie theater. But still, it's it's uh, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, at home.
1: I like and the just, idea of like, yeah. I mean, we were saying, sorry. <laughs> sorry, no, I stopped. Uh, I stopped talking. Okay. <laughs> no, we're yeah, like gonna, um, gonna drink something to yeah. give you some energy here. We're we're on different vibes today. I am like mm-hmm. super pumped up. On yeah, life and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: in the heights, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone I, was gonna say, "Oh
1: yeah. no," because like I like the idea of like options. Like I uh-huh. still, I, I still options. put the theatrical like the theatrical experience above staying at home like every other way. And like in the heights, I can kind of see this movie in the future being like being re-released in theaters and having like the sing-along version. Somewhere along the way, so like in those cases, I see a bunch of people going.
0: "Eh." (laughs) Lights up on Washington Heights, and and then half the people are like, (laughs) (laughs) and no one understands anything (laughs) at the end because like they're all speaking over the movie. Oh man! Oh, man! but like they're showing this like the i think the only place where they're showing this and the actual heights uh is in uh, a theater that they have up there um is there oh, AMC? Damn, i can't remember that. there there is no amc in washington heights uh, uh the closest amc i believe is either in harlem or in the upper west side or uh, upper east okay. side actually uh,
1: okay yeah because like yeah. once you get to a certain area of new york there's like an amc everywhere but for the most part like i would say like most of the towns i saw it was like an independent locally mm-hmm. run like theater like yeah. Williamsburg cinema or um i'm trying to remember the, the name of the one i saw endgame in. i'm uh it's a story I, I think it's historical so you know what i'm gonna go look it up
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah. um
0: wait actually i'm gonna look up that theater in washington heights because it's like uh it, it's an actual theater it's not just a movie theater yeah. So they have like concerts and stuff in there. So yeah. it's, it's like the local thing. Yeah. It's not it's the Malcolm X Theater. It's another one. Um, United Palace. What is that? Is that?
1: Huh. I don't know. But anyway, like with uh, um, yeah. the. In the, Heights is pr- in the Heights was probably like the movie that I was kind of like looking forward to coming out on HBO max. It was kind mm-hmm. of, uh, it was the play that introduced me to both Lin-Manuel Miranda. Cause I said, cause the first time I was introduced to in the Heights was, um, when I first started doing theater in high school and I would just look up clips of the Tony awards. And, um, the very first video I came across was, um, Lin-Manuel Miranda, like right after, I think Whoopi Goldberg introduced him and he and when he did that performance of ninety six thousand with like Chris Jackson, who also had like a cameo mm-hmm. in the movie, it's like a truck driver, like ice cream truck driver. Yeah, I, he's um, the ice cream guy. Yeah, his, his competitor, his his mortal
0: enemy. Yeah, the the ice cream man versus the Pigaragua man.
1: <laughs> oh, Cobble Hill yeah, Cinemas. That's that was the name of the theater I was thinking of. But anyway, like, so, but but um, prior to joining like theater in high school, like. I grew up with like a lot of like pop culture I grew up with like the step up movies I grew up with like a lot of like hip-hop and stuff and like that world never really intersected with Broadway and I couldn't Mm -hmm. really imagine how without it being like a little corny and then when I saw that Tony Awards performance that like that that changed things for me I was like all right I need to start watching more plays I need a lot I need to like Okay, Start to get into the, the like this media world. I started trying to like be an extra on different kinds of movies and whatnot. And it's just like it like Liv around it, like within the Heights. I, I don't know, like that was that's probably one of the biggest crossover Broadway plays that ever like existed. Like that it was it was the first play that I saw that like merged two worlds that never intersected before mm-hmm. and the, pro- the the not the problem no the thing i loved about um the thing i loved about the in the heights movie is it kind of continued that trend of like merging two worlds merging other styles with kind of like the movie musical world
0: yeah because no, it's, um, it's it's, it's uh, yeah yeah it's interesting how they just use so many different musical styles and even like within you know, it's like a mix of Broadway, of, um, you know, that depending on the song, you'll have some merengue, some salsa, some even some flamenco at some point, which I was kind of surprised yeah. uh, by, like um, mixed with hip hop and mixed with the, you know, sort of like the, the storytelling tool of, of like a Broadway play. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like really, yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a real fusion of all that stuff yeah and um yeah you know
1: and since uh, i live
0: in washington heights i i could see the building that's in front of my building a -hmm. few times so that's cool but i never saw my building
1: (laughs) (laughs) sorry go ahead Uh oh no no, i was uh (laughs) i was listening just because like we have one person on this podcast that actually lives in Washington Heights. Yes. um, I'm not there
0: right now. (laughs) The first, well, not the first time I'm not there, but like, yeah, first time in a while that I'm actually not in the Heights when I'm recording an episode. Yeah. (laughs) it's Yeah, the thing is I recognize almost all the places like that, that they filmed that, you know, like uh, um, the intersection where they're at, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, 175th and Audubon Avenue. And they go to St. Nicholas Avenue. Uh, I'm not sure if they go to Fort Washington Avenue, but like all these places that I know from, from my neighborhood. Uh, and yeah. it's really, uh, it's really cool. Pretty cool. Really cool. Yeah. Cool beans. No. Cool. cool
1: beans. Cool. Cool beans.
0: Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Oh, no, man. wait wait no
1: don't go no oh yeah we we, we gotta we got talk about more uh 2000s comedies at some point mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. um what was i saying about in the heights so in the heights like uh the thing i liked about this about this movie was that for the most part like when you have somebody directing like a movie musical there's like kind of a usual list of people that usually do those kinds of movies like kenny ortega or like rob marshall or yeah, those like those names. Uh, Tobe Hooper, I think he just did Les Is, But for the most part, musicals tend to have... Like movie musicals tend to have like a certain feel to it. And
0: mm.
1: you you don't really see a modern cool take on it, which is what makes me so happy that out of anybody they got for this movie... This was supposed to be directed by Kenny Ortega, by the way. But out of mm. anybody... They got to direct this. They got the guy who did step up two and step up three. <laughs> and like it's like when the step up movies first came out, like I was to say, like more so the sequels, there was like the two sides of like how I think we're kind of fighting with each other, because there's a side of me that loves a lot of like poppy dance stuff, but there's the other side that's very like thoughtful about film and cinema and the meaning of this and da-da-da-da. And those kinds of like worlds never really intersected. And for the most part, the Step Up movies became kind of like, it's like at the time, unless you were young, it was kind of like known as junk food movies. But this movie felt like the magnum opus for John M. Chu's musical style. I Like it felt uh-huh. like he grew into that. It felt like the Step Up movies grew up. And it felt, it, it actually really did bring me back to, like watching like out of anything, Step Up 3. I don't know what it was about this movie, but it felt like I was watching Step Up 3 for the first time. Like I, I, like I haven't seen that style of movie in a long time. I haven't seen, you know, John M. Chu step back into musicals in a long time. Uh, I, I used to grow up with like a lot of like New York movies so it kind of brought me back to, like,
0: yeah, same early two, like
1: a lot of, like, early 2000s movies I loved, like, Honey. New York and... propaganda.
0: Yeah. So like the, the one thing I'm worried about is that a bunch of people are going to try to move to Washington Heights
1: after this movie. And I don't want them to, to come. I mean, it's already <laughs> happening. Like, yeah, it's already happening. Like, chances are, like, if you went to Washington Heights in 2020 or 2021, it does not look like the Washington Heights of In the Heights. <laughs> Well, it, depend, it
0: depends on which in like which street or which block you're you're on but North uh, the yeah i mean the, <laughs> yeah i think is well because it's like uh yeah i thought that was really funny it's like you well you know just take the a train and uh go farther than holland and all that shit and, uh, <laughs> and it's just like i thought yeah that's so true like when i told some people that I was moving to the heights like they're like but no come with us to brooklyn like everyone's there I'm like no the heights is Great. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean I'm I'm actually continuing the uh positive talk about Washington Heights, which which I should because it's it's a nice place to, to live. But um <laughs> uh but but don't come, please, don't come. <laughs> don't raise my coffee prices. <laughs> I mean, I think it's
1: too late for that already. Honestly, if you're in Manhattan
0: or in Brooklyn close to Manhattan, it is like. (laughs) Things like, you know, the closer you are to the university hospital over there, Presbyterian, the more quote unquote gentrified it is.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's uh, so, yeah, the thing is, I think there's a lot more. uh, Let's say people with means, uh, you know, more and more, I think, who, who live there yeah um but uh it's still got that dominican like you know little lit, it's, it's just like dominican republic is such a long name so it's like it's always weird for me when i say you know little italy is short right yeah so you'll say little yeah. little dominican republic you know Then when you see it on the maps like it looks so fucking huge yeah and uh yeah but yeah there, there's still a little dominican republic there's uh you know you got everything you got starbucks you got normal stuff although yeah. i don't like starbucks so i just get my coffee from a, from a yeah. or I just make it myself like a big boy
1: <laughs> so you know <laughs> oh man i always wondered what people like from new york thought about in the heights or like growing up in the heights if like yeah. people thought i'm actually curious i'm actually if, curious about that yeah yeah like if people thought that it, it was accurate or if people thought it was corny i don't know like like from when the play came out not just the movie Uh, I just appreciate the movie from like the point of view of somebody that grew up being interested in like contrasting things that, you know, I didn't know a whole lot of people that like, like both, you know, Broadway Mm -hmm. and kind of like hip hop dance and hip hop and all of that. And now it's like, it's kind of like one in the same. And like, when I was watching this movie, it felt like, okay, I'm just going to say this, this is probably one of like the best movie musicals of all time like i i, oh, yeah, I yeah, heard yeah, that like yeah, not yeah, a yeah. lot of people saw it on opening day especially in the theaters but i feel like this movie is going to like build up over time and be mm-hmm. another movie like grease cuz grease at the time when it came out it kind of brought those worlds together of what was like cool and modern plus the nostalgia aspect plus like mm-hmm. being a musical at the same time and because of that grease has this quality to it it's from the 70s but Kids will still watch it nowadays as, as if it's a new movie, or you don't watch it thinking that this movie is a classic. You watch Grease you know, thinking like, hey, this is like a cool musical. And I think this is probably gonna be the first movie since then that's gonna build up that kind of following. Like I I I really feel like there's gonna be sing-alongs. I feel like at the very least, there's gonna be a cult following. Like you, oh, yeah, you I'm, just I'm don't par, see... I'm
0: part of the, I'm part of that cult. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> the cult
0: of, of in that. yeah <laughs> uh, no it, it it really i mean things i think critics love it uh it's it's playing in tribeca like they're doing a whole tribeca thing like linda manuel miranda was there right um it, it's um uh, i think like what's interesting about I, I just remembered that last week uh the top like you know, blockbuster movie was uh, another HBO Max movie, um, yeah. The Conjuring Three. And, and um, so I think, like, you know, musicals, even if uh, I think this type of musical, which blends like hip hop and Latin music and, and all that stuff, I think is going to attract more people than your usual kind of musical. It right. might turn off uh, people just like don't enjoy music and movies. Yeah. anyway right so it's uh but yeah i think for people who like the run of the mill i think a lot of people like run of the mill broadway plays where it's like i'm here and i'm <laughs> you know or something like that uh they that might this night might not be their 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 thing yeah but uh because they're they're into that you know old school account uh,
1: yeah <laughs> Darring, put down the phone
0: like those guys. and then it's like put down the phone. what this phone? Yes, that phone yeah. And uh, do you mean my Android or my iPhone? Yeah you know and you mean, uh, <laughs> I'm starting to sound like Hugh Jackman and Lane is <laughs> uh, Hugh <Jackman>. but, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I wonder if like
0: huge acumen <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
1: Was't that what people said that like uh, Wolverine was gonna be? And like a future mcu gonna movie be you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're, gonna <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna think it's you're gonna you're gonna think it's wolverine but it's actually a guy named huge ackman or something yeah huge ackman <laughs> it's like look at my claws that's so sharp
0: look at, it. Know, look at it it used oh, to be no. bone now it's metal <laughs> um, what was it Adamant- no. adamantium
1: Adamantium. adamantium i mean adamantium. you don't have to imagine if the, and the whole song movie. is
0: adamantium is the best <laughs> i don't know then, <laughs> it cuts through everything yes and then, <laughs> and then professor x comes in and does some freestyle rap and okay. actually he, and then he could walk so he
1: stands up out of it uh, steps up out of <laughs> his wheelchair and starts doing starts break dancing i feel like you don't have to like imagine how that kind of play would be because it existed <laughs> Spider Man, turn off the dark. You remember that? There's yes, there, there's so many injuries. <laughs> so many injuries.
0: <laughs> just imagine that guy just swinging across the stage like I'm Spider Man. Oh, and ah, oh, oh.
1: Just hear him from like the the shampoo. Yeah. From the top. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, it's like
0: is there something wrong with it with the sound? No, he just heard his face. No. But- <laughs> but um, no, but, so w- which was your favorite song slash dance number? Because they could be different songs. See, uh, it,
1: it has to be between ninety six thousand and a uh, Carnaval. I'm saying that. Carnaval. horribly Del Barrio because like I I don't know what like each of of those songs had like a setup to it that I don't think any mm-hmm. other kind of director would have been able to do, like. Here, here, here's what I noticed about like, so, like some of the past like more music based movies that came out like in the past decade. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's let's take this for example. Kenny Ortega was supposed to direct the Footloose remake, but mm-hmm. because he dropped out, uh, a director named Craig Brewer, who did like Dolomite is my name and Hustle and Flow and stuff, he comes like from the south and he stepped mm-hmm. in. And he had like, he's, he was more known for like a gritty style and doing like Black Snake Moan and stuff like that. And when Kenny Ortega dropped out, Craig Brewer came in and like, he was able to infuse like a sense of authenticity into it that I'm not sure Kenny Ortega would have. Like it still kept all the musical elements and stuff, but it was like, it probably led to it being one of like the better 80s remakes that came out ever. But it was also like, you know, you know, it like like his presence just on set probably infused the movie with like a little oomph that wouldn't have existed otherwise. And
0: uh-huh.
1: within the heights, it was supposed to be directed by Kenny Ortega too. And for those of you who don't know what Kenny Ortega, who Kenny Ortega is, he's the guy who directed like Hocus Pocus and high school musical. So yeah. out of anybody to do like a more pop, you know, hip-hop based musical, you know, you would think of him he even he even uh, was, po- was the was a guy who oversaw um, this is it michael jackson's um tour uh-huh. but and he was a choreographer himself but john m chu there was a certain way that he would like lead into the songs or a certain way yeah. that the songs fit into the movie or like because they have to change the song a little bit to like fit the movie rather than stage like especially that whole 96,000 part where Sonny got to rap, like, I, it's, like you could tell there was like an authentic love for the material, but also this like weird new mainstream acceptance, like there's this new acceptance for, you know, the kids that grew up with like hip hop now. Like I keep coming back to that now because like, I feel like all like the kids that were like influenced by hip hop are starting to have their moment to like infuse the mainstream with like what they know to infuse uh-huh. like the other worlds that didn't um, really attach themselves to to that and starting to give their like flavor to it all of it. I don't know, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. No need.
0: No need to explain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well you know i i'm like things i i didn't know who kenny ortega was until you reminded me yeah (laughs) but i'm actually happy that he didn't direct this movie Uh, um it's just like i just like the way that uh john chu just like blended reality with the songs and the music and the whole sort of vibe that and the way it's filmed and it's sort of like it's really Cause you, you sort of know that from the beginning with that sort of like, you know, disc jockey thing that he does like on on that pothole cover, like you can tell that, okay, you know, we're, we're supposed to, this is a sign that like, this is like a heightened reality type thing, whether, you know, instead of just being, Oh, well, this is a musical movie and it's normal to have people just like dance out of nowhere. And uh, you know, uh, I like that sort of like little kind of intros, like oh, okay, you know. And th- there's even you know that scene where they dance on the side of a building, yeah. uh, in plain view of, uh, of the uh, George Washington Bridge, which which I I drove on this morning. Which was yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, but um, but but it was uh, I I just like the way that thing is. I enjoyed uh, thing is. I, you know, crazy rich Asians. I thought it was like a chick flick, which is kind of, which it kind of is, yeah. but, uh, you know, but I, I enjoyed the story a lot and the way it was directed and everything. And, and, uh, and I feel like, uh, yeah, John Chu Ree did a good job. And I remember seeing step up. Can't remember so many years, so many movies. No idea. I've seen a lot of dance movies because my sister was really into that. Yeah. So I was like, ref, come here, watch it with me. And, uh, <laughs> It's cool. It's really cool. But I really enjoyed the movie. I, I think in terms of like songs, hmm, I don't know. I like the Awela song. I can't remember what it's called. Um, where she talks about like when she came to the country and her mom. I oh, yeah. um, can't remember. Paciencia Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's her catchphrase, right? It's like "paciencia y fe." Yeah. Actually, it's her mom who kept saying that, and like there's this like dark undertone about it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> I thought it's just, oh, she's being super optimistic and that's, you know, the, yeah. the way she is. But then it's like, oh, so like every time she, she felt like life was like, oh, I have to say paciencia y fe. And uh, I was surprised by how much Spanish there was in this movie because I thought they might, you know, make it, uh, they would add a lot more English so that people would understand. But then mm-hmm. when I saw there was like a lot of uh, just like songs in Spanish, people talking in Spanish, and on HBO Max, uh, I didn't have any subtitles because you know, uh, but I don't think they add subtitles automatically, right? right. So that, that's that's the point I'm trying to make. But it, it's sort of like uh, I re enjoyed it because it felt really authentic. And it's not like oh, we're trying to make this uh, this is like the movie for uh, made by you know uh, Hispanics and Latinos and and, and uh, or Latinx yeah. uh, to and uh, you know, I, it felt like, it, it's a bit like, I don't know, I felt the same way when I saw, um, oh, what's it called? Coco, the other amazing whatever movie. But uh, it's just like, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed just how true to the, I mean, they, they did their own thing, of course, but I like how they sort of tr- stay true to the to the soul or the essence of the original play, right. uh, which I think you can see on YouTube for free. It's like two hours something long. Uh, with uh there's uh linman i actually really enjoyed manuel miranda's songs about uh when he when he's the pita guero and he's like pita and then like he tries to fuck with the ice cream man that's that's funny but (laughs) yeah
1: so even funny when you know that they're actually like really good friends in real life yeah Uh (laughs) i mean like like that surprised me that he also had and for those of you guys who don't know, that that guy was uh, the original Benny. So it was yeah. like... And so, he played George Washington. In, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> in, uh, but it's almost been a
0: year since we reviewed uh, Hamilton. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. I'm happy this wasn't produced by Disney,
1: really. Oh, no. Like Warner Brothers, to me, their advantage was always that they could create like the counter to whatever disney is doing mm-hmm. they could kind of like make the like the fuck you to disney that disney will eventually copy <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like how they have like <laughs> disney will incorporate like yeah. the borg in star trek yes but you you will
0: make us better yeah.
1: <laughs> you will with- be assimilated I <laughs> You will make
0: the collective a stronger unit. Oh, and,
1: yeah, I'm thinking Twilight Zone when,
0: when yeah that? Twilight Zone. Like no, a, yeah, a, it, um, it is a Twilight yeah. Zone-ish kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's um, yeah, it's like I think it's like Patrick Stewart when he was in Star Trek. Like they they came up with this villain called the Borg. And it's just yeah. like a computer race that assimilates peoples and turns people to cyborgs and and whatever strengths that the people that they uh, you know the plans that they assimilate, they yeah. incorporate that and make the make it their strength. So that's why they're unstoppable.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, <laughs> Disney kind of feels like that. <laughs> oh
1: man, I think I feel like I feel like Warner Brothers, because um, with Warner Brothers Discovery, the plan is to be quote unquote more creative focused. So mm-hmm. they're going to start signing people to like long as like like contracts that like keep them at Warner Brothers, like John M. Chu. Uh, Robert Pattinson I know signed a deal like it's like we want you here don't start yeah. <laughs> don't start giving your ideas to Disney or, probably did that uh, with uh, James Wan as well I'm sure I'm Sure. No, I'm
0: pretty sure yeah it's like he you will, you will make all the Aquamans until Aquaman 10 <laughs> and, and Conjuring uh, 50 yeah until Jason conjuring. Momoa is like so old that he has to swim on a wheelchair <laughs> uh, <laughs> He will an stay scene. and direct all these movies. <laughs> okay,
1: see <C>, season two. <laughs> That's an image I can't get
0: out of my head. <laughs> oh, no. he's, he's using the the trident as a as a okay. you know, as an oar, just like a or like a you know, like well, like something to steer the ship, oh, right? Yeah. So he's oh, steering no, the, yeah. the wheelchairs. Like, I'm coming for you, Ocean Master. <laughs> Oh man! But they announced the name of the next Aquaman. It's like I can't remember what it's. The Lost Kingdom. The Lost Kingdom.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying HBO Max. Yeah. And all the and all the gifts that they bring, all the movies. Yeah. I wish Disney Plus would just post movies without us having to pay a premium for it. It's like really. They are. Like a Pixar shit movies. Move. <laughs> it's a shit move. they doing- <laughs>
1: It's It's so amazing. Like, they're charging for all their movies, their premier access movies, except for the Pixar movies. Like, Luca is coming out next week or this week, I think. Yeah. Right.
0: They're just shitting all over Pixar, (laughs) man. (laughs) It's like, no one wants to pay for a Pixar movie. It's like, well, yeah, actually, I might, I'm more likely to pay for a Pixar movie than, uh, I actually saw Raya yesterday. Was it good? Uh, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. And it's a bit different and uh, a bit more adult in certain ways because oh. like the the main character starts out as a kid and there's like a time skip and then she's like a I guess either a older teenager or a young adult yeah. and um, it's a bit like I don't know it's it's it goes into Mad Max territory at some point it's kind of, it's very interesting yeah. <laughs> but but then it's like uh uh, what's her name aquafina plays a dragon she's pretty funny she was funnier than i thought she would be
1: is she kind of like uh, the comic relief dragon like mulan a
0: little bit a little bit but then but then it's like she's a well-intentioned kind of like you know it's like if you had someone you know show up you know if someone was frozen like you know 500 years ago and you wake him up today it's sort of like and all the stuff that would happen at that point you know and what, I think that's what they kind of explore a little bit? It's like, oh, it's been five hundred years. now? okay, you know. And, and uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And they have uh, Benedict Ah, uh, uh, you know the, the uh, I only remember his first name. It's the guy who who's in Doctor Strange. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, no, the other Benedict. Um, yes, Benedict Wong. Uh, he's I think he play I think it's him, but like he plays the voice of some, you know chieftain or something yeah. who's left all alone but uh, it's really it was funnier than I thought it would be and, and it's it's sort of like but then a lot of the time you're like I was just yelling at the screen it's like mm-hmm. you know it's like oh it's both our faults like no it's your fault <laughs> you know it's like oh it's it's all our fault it's like where were you like <laughs> yeah don't you know what you did and <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil that movie for people want to watch it. But but it's um you know, it's all about uh, what was the message of the movie? Oh, trust It's about trusting others oh. to save the world and it's about trust and with trust we will save the world <laughs> and uh, you know, compared to the usual Disney antics of whatever I don't know true love or some shit like that <laughs> 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 no well the the I, you know I, I enjoy the storytelling in Pixar movies way more than the -the run-of-the-mill Disney movies that that they are doing.
1: But if, like, Disney keeps making decisions like this, like, Pixar was supposed to leave Disney a long time ago before Disney actually acquired Pixar. So that never Mm -hmm. happened. We could get, like, we would have been getting, like, universal Pixar movies or Warner Brothers and Pixar, for all we know. But uh, I... They they don't have to fight hard to keep Pixar because they basically own it now. But yeah. I I think um I, I think that their movies deserve more respect than being just released for free. Like I understood it for onward mm-hmm. because it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. But once Soul came out, I was like, sure you don't want to add that 30? Oh, okay. Well, cool for me. I gotta watch a free movies. Well, and, then, know, the movie free, and yeah. then the next movie was free. And then the next movie.
0: Well, you know, Soul. Uh, you know, in the end, Soul won an Academy Award and Raya didn't. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, uh, I, I don't know, maybe it's just like they figure that all the Disney movie, you know, all the Disney princess movies, like kids will actually, I don't know, maybe just like berate their parents until they buy it. Right. And for Pixar movies, maybe they're not as like, you know, aggressive aggressively like you know aggressive about it
1: yeah
0: i don't know it's just there there seems to be this kind of like i I can see it in my niece like she fucking loves frozen and she loves all that stuff and it's like i want to watch frozen and uh she doesn't talk like that by the way she's very nice but (laughs) but you can say that you can see that she has like a frozen addiction you know (laughs) it's like she needs her dose of frozen and uh But I don't know, maybe, there, maybe there's more of a visceral thing to all these like Disney princess movies, but um, which is yeah. not a thing, like, there, there used to be a bit more variety of Disney movies, but yeah. um, uh, you know, Lion King, uh, Atlantis, yeah,
1: I mean, there used to be a bigger variety of movies in general, in general. yeah, but um, that's that was that's just like for the theaters, like, there's so much mm-hmm. on like especially Netflix now that I'm not like, I, I don't know how much exists or whatever. <laughs> like, sometimes it feels like there's not a lot of variety and then all of a sudden you find out like Netflix added like a hundred mm-hmm. movies and 20 of them are like animated movies. So it's like, well, yeah. yeah. But
0: yeah, the, the one positive thing I wanted to say, uh, another positive, positive thing I wanted to say about Raya and The Last Dragon is that they have some really cool fight scenes. Yeah. Uh, and Raya has this like prehensile uh, sword that doubles as like a, I guess like you know like Indiana Jones whip like she uses it to swing across things. Right. So it's like that. That's uh, that was pretty cool. But uh, and they have some some really good humor in there. Right. Uh, that they don't show at all in the trailers. You know the trailers is just like oh right on a on a mission. Yeah. And, uh, doing this and right. that. Yeah. And her enemy is this other person. And hey, Aquafina is a dragon, and then uh, oh, you'll just see it because Aquafina is in it. Uh, but no, I need more. You know, I want to know if the story's good, if it's funny, if it's like you know, like show me more, uh, or maybe less. I don't know. Things like trailers sometimes show too much, to be honest. But sometimes not the, they don't show the the good parts, really? either. So
1: you know, yeah, whatever. Fuck it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, well. Uh I guess the last thing I'll say about like in the heights is that mm-hmm. um for in the heights I think it benefits from being a, a New York-based movie because yeah. you can break the fourth wall a little bit more. It's kind of like a given because like John and Two even said he was inspired by like Spike Lee, and like not just and Spike Lee was isn't the only New York director to do that. Like Martin Scorsese tends to have a lot of heightened reality moments in his movies or like talking or breaking the fourth wall kind of moments so i think like in the heights kind of benefited from taking place in a place where like you expect a certain style like uh-huh. i don't think that style of movie could match like everywhere but um yeah no, that's true i don't yeah. think
0: that would work in uh i don't know des moines, <laughs> <laughs> des moines. <laughs> you know I'm I'm getting more of a Kansas, you know, like a Kansas the musical vibe, yeah, from Des Moines. <laughs> uh, but but um, yeah, no, you're right. And I, you know, it's just like blending, like perception, like reality. What is what is real? Uh, but but it's it's just like nice that they kind of trick us as well, or you know, they uh, throughout most of the movie, because also like Usnavi amazing name and like halfway through <laughs> like before they no, before they talk about the actual origin of, of the name yeah. uh, i was like it's u.s navy it is u.s navy knew it. <laughs> knew it. I, I knew it well because like there's a history and th- there is a tendency in, in uh personally i know in south american countries yeah. to use american names but like in the wrong way if 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 you know what i mean it's just not in the wrong way but like in in an unorthodox way so it's uh like in uruguay there are a lot of people called Edison because they wanted to call their kids after like thomas edison so it's (laughs) like you know so they probably said the name at the at the register you know when they when they were probably say hey you know this is my kid's name what's your kid's name it's like ah edison and then someone said ah edinson okay we will write Edison. yeah you know and so you have a bunch of people called edinson yeah and Edilson. if you're in uh, i think in brazil like they add an l somewhere Edilson, and and like it's just like
1: <laughs> uh
0: so i wasn't surprised it's was like because i was like i've never heard of usnavi ever in my in my life i was like where is that from and then People make fun of it in the movie at first, like, oh, do you tell people where your name comes from?" Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, so it's funny." It kind of, uh, oh my god, U.S.
1: Navy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's kind of like <laughs> that one thing I noticed in the movie. too. Is that like, like, even Filipino and like coin to like a certain extent, like there, there's always like a generational divide because like a lot of times the older generations like come to America and either really want to adopt being American or uh-huh. really want to or like if you're somebody that didn't grow up with your culture you really want to like sound yeah. you know so whatever like uh I, i'm not gonna air anybody out but there's a there, there's a few names i know that are like Adjectives or <laughs> combination. Yeah. The thing is, like, we're gonna make it. But, sound you know, nothing, but, but, but it's depending on
0: how long people have been using worked. those names, like, they're yeah. actual real names now. I think people were calling their kids Edison back in like nineteen in the nineteen hundreds, and now it's just like an, an actual name. So, yeah. so it's it's. Uh, but uh, it also, I think, what made me think or what made me realize that it was, you know, U.S. Navy. Is that like when, when first time I went to South America, um, you know, I think there was something that was made in the USA, so like made in USA, yeah. but everyone said ah, Madinusa, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> Wait, was that a name?
0: No, no, it's just like oh, you know, because it's Madinusa. It's like, what do you mean Madinusa? It's like made in USA. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that was> funny. <laughs> So it's like thing is my brain was like Madinusa, Usnavi, US Navy. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, there
1: it is. There it is. There it is. Oh man. No, I, love I, this I, could, I wish I cool. could talk about like all the I don't know. Anyway, yeah, like that's
0: I, I- I've met like- some interesting people with uh, F- Filipino names. Huh. Like Robert with an H at the end. So it's like Robert. <laughs> Yeah. Really nice guy, like really nice guy, but I haven't seen him in years. But yeah. Yeah, that's for you, Robert. <laughs> that's for you, Robert. If if you can hear us. Yeah. He's like a stunt guy. He does like backflips and shit. He makes movies and oh. had to have to get in touch with that guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like you can do some John Wick stuff with him. <laughs> yeah. Like I actually found out like my hawaiian male name has a typo in it. So I thought it meant something like really uh really historical and um (laughs) turns out there's a yeah there's a lot of that (laughs) i'm actually happy that a movie finally kind of like addressed it and like poked fun at that whole kind of thing because like Uh i feel like if you're not from a certain culture you think that everything about another culture is like so stoic and like it needs to be respected which it does and stuff yeah Yeah. but for the most part people fuck around a lot (laughs) like with like (laughs) names and history
0: for sure i mean you know i didn't know like i used to know there was this dutch guy in my school like super dutch like 100 dutch from holland yeah and his first name was felipe and we we're like are your parents like spanish right you know no they just like the name like some people just like certain names and that has nothing to do with anything yeah and uh, but he was like that felipe was actually a name that existed before he <laughs> was named that it yeah. was just some made something made up right so, like Usnavi, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. I thought he was my bro, but actually, it was just you know, Dutch.
1: I think he has Dutch people,
0: <laughs> but but, <laughs> but you know, you, you know what, you, you know, you know, Dutch people, you know.
1: I, I don't know Dutch people actually.
0: I mean, I don't mean you, but I mean, they know themselves, <laughs> so
1: okay, cool. I'm not gonna I, say anything bad yeah. about them on air. <laughs> We got more things to say. Yeah, fair enough.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I'm you know, you you Vander Clamps and you vendor Hoots and
1: whatever. Vanderpump Vander rules. Clamps. Vander Pup Rules. rules. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was the first thing I thought of. I don't even really know what that show is. You know what about. the worst thing is? Is, is, is that like 99,
0: on... I think 99% of Dutch people speak like flawless English. So it's just like they, yeah. they probably just understand everything I'm saying. So Fuck. I'm fucked. Sure. <laughs> I didn't say anything bad about them oh
1: and, man
0: but I, no. I love tulips i love tulips <laughs> <sighs> yeah people, there, there are, oh, a few people out there there's a shitload of tulips in, in holland yeah
1: <laughs> would this be considered edgy i don't even know like I don't know. it's not edgy the dutch
0: but it's not edgy. T- t- talking about i think most people agree you know about yeah. what i didn't say about dutch people yeah, You're just digging yourself a different. You've been seeing
1: Dutch people for five minutes straight. Dutch people, Dutch people, Dutch people. Dutch people, Dutch people, right uh, Yeah, I'm just
0: digging, digging a hole for myself. Uh, <laughs> but we don't have any listeners in in Holland, anyway.
1: Oh no, I think we do. No, that, no, no like 1%. you know what? Our
0: second, like, talk. Okay, so 95 percent U.S.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is the next biggest country, if you remember numbers. I just saw them yesterday, but cool. Romania.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Why do we have are, Romania?
0: Uh, <laughs> some people are, you know, listening to us. They probably like our, uh, you know, Borat episode because they filmed parts of Borat in Romania, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that's, our, that's our most popular episode. Was Borat? Yeah, Borat and Train to Busan. But I, I'm I'm definitely sure it's, it was because of Borat. Yeah. But <laughs> maybe that's why so many people listen. It's all the Romanian guys who are listening to podcasts. <laughs> we're not we're Romanian.
1: <laughs> like these guys get us. Like, awesome. Shout out to cool. you guys, true believers. Okay, true believers <laughs> of what we binge,
0: yeah. slash stream,
1: slash talk about. Yeah, week, yeah. Slash. yeah.
0: We had some people from curacao i was like what some people from curacao so like, <laughs> I,
1: I think the first country was like iceland right that was the first other country ah, that yeah, it was, uh we had
0: we had ireland ireland was a big one for a while wow. and uh and then uh, we didn't talk about frank from ireland so they probably don't listen to us anymore
1: uh yeah that's right we'll talk we'll talk about it one day No, yeah, uh, we should talk about it doofus it, 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 it's, what are it's you doing? Always sunny yeah. but like more harsh and not give a fuck and up Irish. It. <laughs> it's
0: like you know yeah always sunny but everyone has red hair essentially <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no they really do it's like doofus and frank like they're like frank has this like beautiful luscious beard I love watching General um, Hux be called
1: doofus for an entire yeah, show yeah <laughs> yeah General Hux
0: it's like granddad's Merle- was he a general yeah general you will bow to the first order. And then I can just imagine, like, Frank, you I was like, what are you doing, Doofus? You're not the general. I am. <laughs> doofus. <laughs> yeah, Doofus, best character in the movie, in the TV show, I mean. Yep. But um, hey, you want to talk about something else that came out this week?
1: Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk? Okay. Do you want
0: her yeah. talk to talk? <laughs> well, let's talk about yeah. Lonky.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, well, originally I wanted to save it until like um, another episode, but I, oh, I love well, yeah. the fir- yeah, we can I love the first episode enough yeah. that like
0: I got things. We can do to a say. recap. We can do a recap.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I mean next
0: I, time we can do like a three episode thing or two episodes or whatever. Oh know.
1: yeah. But there's so much I think because I just watched it that I think I need to like get out of my mind about that. Down to the mm-hmm. fact that spoilers, uh, the Infinity Stones are just in a drawer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I can see because they get stuff from like different timelines and different dimensions. I, I love,
0: I love Casey. I love Casey. What's the actor's name? I can't remember. Who's Casey? Uh, he's the guy who has like all the Infinity Stones in his drawer. Oh, uh, that's uh, Eugene Cordero. Yeah, yeah, like he also voices one of the characters in uh, Star Trek Lore Dex, like he's the cyborg guy, he's like okie dokie. Yeah,
1: and uh, I know about him because uh he played Manti Teo and um it was it was around the time he was getting shredded for having like a virtual girlfriend. He was uh-huh. getting made fun of a lot in the news, and he played him in a funnier die sketch. So I was like I was like, this guy's funny, who is he? That was really funny. It's just like what's a
0: fish? And yeah. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. I think, yeah, my favorite point. uh, Yeah, that's my favorite moment. I think the episode, one of my favorites, is just like, you know, I'll cut you like a fish, but I want to know what a fish is before I comply. (laughs) And it's like, painful, violent death. And uh, it's just like, I like that we're seeing Loki out of his element a little bit because he's he's usually like, oh, I'm so
1: smart. I'm Loki and and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. It's like 2012 Loki out of his element, basically. And yep. like I like this better too because like let's say, uh, Endgame Loki never died, and then uh-huh. he got into the TVA. He would have, in my head, he would have caused some issues. But he would have like complied a little bit better. You would have wanted to help him and stuff. Yeah. So like, after the first episode, I think Loki, he's not completely good, but his head is like a little bit more on the right track. But he uh-huh. still has that fire from like yeah
0: because like he's still you know i think in ragnarok his mischievous ways were kind of um i think that he he was less good at being mischievous i think as movies went on because <laughs> yeah. he was becoming a better person i guess yeah and um, like he's still at peak loki like he's at peak you know villain he he just got beaten by the avengers and uh, he's still like in villain Loki mode instead of being, you know, like Ragnarok Loki yeah. or, you know, uh, Infinity Ward Loki. But uh, uh, I don't know. It was so. It- it's interesting how, like, the contrast between Thor and-, and game when he meets his mom, like the day that, that she dies. And-, and I feel like endgame and loki are kind of redeeming thor the dark world a little bit because yeah. they actually talk about the big event of the movie which when it happened didn't feel as huge as it should have been but uh it's like when their their mom gets killed by the dark elves yeah and uh they sort of uh, i feel like they they're slowly redeeming the storyline but not not the movie itself but just like what happened during that movie
1: yeah. and
0: um yeah i forgot that actually loki led the the dark elves to his mom like i totally forgot about that yeah. or maybe it wasn't apparent in the movie and that's why i didn't know but uh <laughs> because you just say "Oh, go that way and then like you don't see the connection like oh okay yeah that's how they found blah but um yeah it's just interesting the the contrast between like thor who just like i can't deal with it i'm gonna drink and shit and and Loki's just like quietly going like, "Oh my God, what did I do?" Uh, but but um, yeah, I, I like all the the casting's great. Owen Wilson's great. Uh, it's like I want to know what makes Loki take. Wow! But-
1: <laughs> I, it, it still threw me wow. off that that was like. To me, he wow. still doesn't. He did say, like wow. say "wow." And, by
0: the way, yeah, he did not say "wow."
1: He doesn't look I like think, Owen Wilson yeah. until he's like close to the camera and it's like, yeah, oh right. my god! Yeah, I'm he doesn't it. look like Owen
0: Wilson. Well, he looks like Office version of, you know, prim, yeah. good haircut, you know, Office haircut. Just like he doesn't look like hippie Owen Wilson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like, and he has a mustache, just like that. That you know,
1: toothbrush. Yeah the uh, Howard Stark stash yeah the Howard
0: Stark stash uh, but uh, yeah I, I like the whole because uh, like he, he's a serious character but He's also ha- he also has a soft side yeah. so I was like I know how to carry the big stick as well wow but you know <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't remember the name of the they have like the super you know security person uh you know that that woman who kicks uh, or who heads Loki in the face in slow motion oh yeah uh I she was of. in a black mirror episode oh, yeah. and uh with uh you know uh the latest cat well not the latest captain america but you know what's his name um us agent oh, the, in, the, black, uh, white in that black mirror episode yeah yeah like in that black mirror episode like she uh she's like a tester for a video game and uh, she gets white russell to put on this sort of like you know brain plug or something to connect his brain directly to the game and like it just like torches him or something yeah so we have like all these uh black mirror people showing up in the mcu
1: yeah everyone's gonna have a turn hopefully yeah you one day
0: (laughs) get christian miotti in there who could she play okay that's the
1: thing she she hasn't after watching the the Star Trek spoof episode of uh, Black Mirror, the one that won a that one that won an Emmy, yeah. uh, I keep wondering why she hasn't had a lead role yet. Like yeah. as a short well, film, that was like
0: mm-hmm.
1: that was really good, yeah. But like she she has her own HBO Max
0: TV show, or like I guess miniseries, mm-hmm. which was also very Black Mirror ish. So she's like the. She's the wife of a, I guess, Jeff Bezos meets Mark Zuckerberg meets Zac Efron or something. Yeah. And uh, he develops this technology to be connected, you know, to connect people's brains, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like in couples. So that couples always know what the other one is thinking. Yeah. Uh, I guess it sounds good on paper, but not really.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and she's just trying to escape. Yeah. So it's sort of like, um, I haven't seen the rest, of, I haven't finished it, I only saw the first episode, I think. But, yeah. uh, yeah, Chris and Mili- she should have her own Marvel thing. I don't what, know. I what what could she, um, she playing I don't know.
1: Sue Storm, that would be cool, that
0: would be interesting. Yeah. I, I never thought of that actually. Yeah,
1: hmm. haven't, um, Announced any of the Fantastic Four yet? So, yeah, I I know like everyone, me included, wants to
0: have uh, uh, what's his name, John Krasinski and his wife, yeah. Um, Emily Blunt to be like, uh, you know, Susan Storm and uh, Reed Richards. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're probably going to choose someone else, I don't know, yeah. I mean. That would be that would be interesting. I know I've yeah. I've just seen so many mock-ups, like so many photoshopped pictures of them as Reed Richards and, and Sue Storm. So yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, that would be so cool. And they're yeah. actually married in real life. Wow! Oh. Wow! <laughs> wow! <Not> about- <laughs> wow. <laughs> but like, you know, uh, I think as long as they're good actors and they're and they look the part and they feel the part, oh. I think it's good. Because, like, I think the worst thing, imagine if they had miscast uh, Mobius, I guess, you know, like uh, Owen Wilson's character, yeah. got someone else, you, you would not get the same vibe.
1: Yeah, like, who could probably do, like, because Owen Wilson is almost his own brand of, like, mm-hmm. go with the flow, but snarky at the same time. And, like, with somebody like Loki's character, you can't have another like snarky, I'm gonna rule the world. Person to like uh-huh. counter him. So if you're gonna have somebody to outwit him, it has to be like somebody with an Owen Wilson vibe. Like the only yeah. other person I could think that could have that kind of vibe is like what, like um Matthew McConaughey?
0: I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I
1: was thinking the same thing. Really? I was like who else? I was Gotta like, get your life together, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you know things will be better once you drive (laughs) a (laughs) Lincoln yeah I was thinking the same thing it's like that same kind of calm vibe right it's just like but I can still say things that like yeah still say things that can't yeah I I think my favorite line is just like big metaphor guy it makes you sound super smart but I am (laughs) smart okay I know okay okay It's oh, just like i don't know i think the writing is so good yeah. <laughs> on loki it's just like uh i feel like if you can make a scene where you just have two characters sitting at a table super interesting just because of the writing yeah. and the dialogue like that's like amazing you know and yeah. and uh um yeah i'm not going to speculate about who the uh, dark darker Variant of Loki is, although there are a lot of rumors online that um, there are also some some hints because if you look at Loki's um, file, like the mm-hmm. sort of flashes picture, and like oh, and then they say gender fluid, yeah. so hey, you know, you might have a female Loki at some point. Oh, yeah, Lady Loki might
1: be Lady rompere. Loki.
0: Lady Loki. Who could play? Oh, because living Lady Loki.
1: <laughs> and we just found the name of the episode. There you go. <laughs>
0: living La Vida Loki.
1: <laughs> there you but, go. That'll
0: be for the next one. Uh, this will be a Washington Heights centric, uh, or maybe this could be a bonus. I, I don't know, like a little side footnote thing. I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I like Living La Vida Loki. We're we're using this for something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, Living La Vida Loki. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, but you know, let, we might we might talk about Loki more next week,
1: probably just do like a full thing. Yeah, just watch. uh can't believe it's on Wednesdays. It's a random day, but it works because he's such a mischievous scamp.
0: <laughs> and it's like I'm not coming out on Fridays because that's when the Bad Batch comes out.
1: Wait, are there uh, still Disney more Plus? episodes of Bad Batch?
0: Yeah, yeah, so more. Oh, yeah, there, oh. there uh, another one. Uh, huh. Yeah, the last one was all about their you know inhibitor chips yeah and and stuff uh, i won't say anything more about that Cool, but uh yeah i think that's why essentially maybe star wars will be on fridays and marvel will be on wednesdays if they're if they're coming out at the same time i mean yes. or vice versa
1: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I think so. anyway in yeah, the man, heights great movie man. yeah Lin manuel <laughs>
0: miranda uh call me uh, we can have some coffee. We live in the same neighborhood, bro. bro. Yeah. Um, uh, right? Well, I think he lives in Inwood, which is a bit farther north up up Manhattan, but it's still kind of Washington Heights, sort of a little bit, yeah. not really, but yeah. Never um, left the
1: block, no
0: nah, I don't know. Yeah, 181st have a really good coffee place, like Bad Yeah, Bakery, Bakery, oh, <laughs> really good one. I
1: oh, mean. I need a, that. Yeah. That is the one neighborhood uh, I haven't gotten around to seeing, so I need to. for uh... Dude, the bread,
0: the bread, the
1: bakeries—they're amazing.
0: Oh, uh, Absolutely, yeah. Mm. yeah. They went to a restaurant in the movie La, La Floridita. I've been there. Uh, I've bought food from there.
1: Oh, that was real really good. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's real. I was like, ah, oh, it's La Floridita. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> it's like, damn, yes, this is this really is in the nice. Heights.
1: But. Uh, <laughs> It's not some random stage in Canada or something. It's not a it's not the it's universal like they studio. They line. didn't
0: just go to Los Angeles and then, you know, I don't know, film some part of Los Angeles and try to hide the mountains or something.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> this is a block. This is a real block. So, yeah. No, I'm really happy that they filmed most of it in, uh, in Washington Heights. And uh, uh, you know that, that guy with a mop at the beginning of the movie? Yeah. He's a real guy. He's a real dude. He's uh, he's not just an actor. He's a. He's real. the he's the real, I guess, uh super slash, mop guy in the building that they were filming at, and they filmed him.
1: Are you mean when he was uh, like looking out the window, that guy? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh, cool he's guy. Cool. He's an actual person. He's not a. I mean, they're all <laughs> actual people, right? But, you know,
1: but he's like, he's he's, he's not an an actual. Actor, like, is what I mean. He's an actual like janitor washington heights like, personal janitor right? like who, he's like the super though. I'm like yeah
0: yeah he's yeah he's the actual janitor who uh who actually lives and works there and uh yeah that's some interesting things but i i like how they kind of make fun of tourists with you know it's like i've yeah. never been north of 96th street and like the guy has a selfie stick yeah and uh oh, classic well i understand Cure. that part of the song mm, now yes. i was like uh <laughs> Well, I think most people haven't been north of ninety six, and uh, uh, I don't know when you tell people when I tell people I live in, in the Heights, they're like, "What?" But that's so far away. It's like, well, uh, fuck you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> on that note, where can you find us? <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Bullhorn, Radio Public. Over uh, did I say Overcast already? Yes, I did. Castbox, a bunch of other places like Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, I believe. I'm not sure. Have to check that. But uh, yeah, a lot of places. Most, I think, most podcasting platforms were on there on those platforms. And uh, you know, DM us. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want us to talk about. On, on slide into our DMs on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> at what
1: we binge. Or, you know what, should we give them our, our email address? To see if I they... don't know, it's
0: kind of confusing because we saw the old name for the email address. Oh, yeah. We have to find a way to, uh, you know, update it in some way. Um, yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, as of now, it's still tipsyspoilers at gmail.com. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, tipsy spoilers. Tipsy
0: spoilers. And if you don't remember, just like our first episodes, the, you know, it says tipsy spoilers episode one. Yes. you know was it frozen <laughs> yeah frozen too people have been watching our irishman episode can't remember oh yeah. wow because yeah. at the time it, wow. it didn't,
1: you didn't have oh god <laughs> maybe sorry <laughs> anyway peace yeah peace that was the, the, the thing.